Yeah, I've hit record for real now. Um, can you give me a little sound bite? Don't whisper this time. Sh- shout. Let okay, it all out. Okay, I won't whisper. I'll shout! Yeah, look at all those red lines. That's cool. <clears throat> and uh, this will be my sound test. Oops, that pill ball's empty. Here we go. <laughs> Stupid. Welcome, everyone, to a random episode of Just Becausins. I am your host, Joseph Neal, and in some other studio far, far away is Jason Mark, your co-host. Take note of every time he says fuck. Take note of every time I say shit. Just because of this. You're so good at this. I'm jealous. I'm mad at you. Mad- no, wait, that was last week, sorry. Or last time, I should say. It wasn't even a week ago. How you been, Joe? Seth? Pretty good. Yeah? I, I um, Little Birdie told me you have a headache tonight. Yeah, I got a headache. I'm sorry to hear um, that. In the intro, I was talking about fucking shit. Yeah, fucking shit. It's a, it's a foreshadowing of uh, montages to come. I like that. What you mean? Because it's been a while. It's been a while since we've had a fucktage. It's been yeah. a while since we've had a shit show. Uh, shit touch. Shit touch. So that, that's coming right up. All right. Actually, maybe next year, but next year is very soon. It is yeah. next year's is is next month. So what are we doing tonight? While I have a headache, we're going to read gonna some take, notes. Take we're it gonna, easy on me. Yeah, yeah. we're going to take it easy on you. Uh, we're going to read some notes. Um, I'm trying to look up my notes right now. I've been tweeting all day, and I don't know why. There's no good reason for it, but I've had the my most retweets and follows. I wish I'd done it on the Just Becausins Twitter handle, but I did it on my own. But I'll read some of those because they're stupid. Because I'm stupid, and we're just gonna we're just gonna talk frankly, you and me, Joe. Frankness, frankosity, frankincensiousness. You know what? I hate Christmas because Frank Caliendo. Yeah. Wow. We are blasting out the levels here. Maybe I need to turn out all of us down or turn down my gain or something. You you listen to the show, Joe. <clears throat> Have we been too loud or anything lately? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. It's been kind of loud, but not too loud. I, I guess because when we're done, this will be compressed to MP3, and it, you know, I think it kind of, not mutes, but sort of squishes everything. I don't know. I guess I'll just leave it. You can tell me it sounds like crap. Or maybe I could just yeah, speak we'll more quietly. Fine. Yeah, we'll be all right. So, um, yeah, uh, here's why I was late, and the people who listen to the show won't know or care that I was late because they listen to this whenever they want to. Uh, Took the wife and the kid uh, across the pond to uh, a a little town where they have an annual uh, Christmas parade and uh, we watched that and then we had to drive all the way back home. And there's, because here in Seattle, Texas, you know, it's Seattle, Texas and then there's a, a, a pond, like it's not a lake; it's a pond. And on the other side is this little town. I was going to say across the pond. I was all I was really confused there. Mm-hmm. Explain. Continue. So, as you know, Seattle, Texas has got a lot of weird rules, and apparently, uh, one of the um, one of the councilmen passed got a, a, an ordinance passed that um, there must be a bridge over every body of water within uh, the city limits and uh, like the surrounding. Like, it's city limits and anything beyond up till you get to another city, right? I don't know how it works, but whatever. And so there's this pond that's about, I don't know, 200 feet across. It's circular, so it's like a, a diameter of about 200 feet. But they build a bridge over it, and that's the only way you're allowed to get to this town where um, where Softomike is. Now, Softomike is a, a technology company. They make, they make karaoke machines, uh, mostly. Uh, if you have ever... Use a karaoke machine. You have used a soft mic machine, um, and they're very expensive. And they kind of got a um, 
Well, the point is, is this town where Softo Mike is located, it's all very rich. And is very, this a Larco company? or No, it's not actually. Okay. I, I'm glad you brought that up because um, I mentioned to, when we first got started, you know, we're talking to sponsors and I talked to Larco guys and we're just chatting, you know, and um, I mentioned that I live in Seattle, Texas and like the room, just everyone froze and just glared at me. I was like, what? They're like, uh, you live across the pond from Softo Mike? And I was like, uh, yeah. And they're like, they're our number one competitor in karaoke machines. I said, you guys make karaoke machines? And we almost lost the contract right there when I said that. So, um, yeah. Ooh. So we went over there. So that's, yeah, it's a go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, we went over there. There's this parade. Um, like I said, this because Softo Mike's there and, you know, there's a lot of money. Uh, everybody there is not, not necessarily wealthy, but it's a rich part of the area. And, uh, and they do this parade, and it's just a bunch of people on, bunch of people on what do you call them? Floats going by, waving. There's Santa, there's a gnome, right? You know what I was thinking they should do? Seriously, I'm not even making this up. I mean, I am making this up, but I think they should do it. What I'm not making up is that I was thinking this. Very I'm good. serious about this idea, Joe. You should start what is talking. Your, what is your idea? I think that Christopher Guest should make a mockumentary about a parade. He's done the dog show thing. He's done the folk singer revival thing. He's done the um, small town play thing. I think he should do a small town putting on a parade and do a mockumentary about that. What do you think? It could even be a, a sequel to the, what is it, Waiting for Guffman. It could be the same. Yeah, it could be the same town. tab group of idiots that put yeah. on a parade. Could be, I don't yeah. think he's ever done a straight sequel before. This is his chance. This is his chance. Because that's what I got out of this parade. Um, before you, It could be called Parading for Guffman. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Uh, do you think, is Waiting for I'm Guffman... I'm on fire, dude. You are. It's, man, I'm, I'm already getting into this. You are. Oh, is waiting, it's going to be a good one, man. It's going to be. Is Waiting for Guffman... Guff, Guff, Guffman? Guffman. Is that a play on Waiting for Godot or Godot? Yeah, I think so. And it, what's that one actress who um, is from Israel and she was Wonder Woman? Is her name Godot too, or Godet or whatever? Let me just—I just don't know. I try not to say her name because I'm sure I'm going to mispronounce it. Okay, Wonder Woman. Gal Gadot. Um, let me see. Uh, I think Gal, that's right. Yeah, it's Gal Gadot. But, Gal Gadot. Yeah. But, but what's his name wrote? Um, waiting for Godot, right? Mm-hmm. I wonder if like there was like a. They're actually related. They just, you know, when one of them immigrated to the United States, you know how they they always screw up names, right? Um, I bet you they're related. Okay, let me put it this way. How long would you wait for Gal Gadot? How long would I wait for her? Yeah. I'd wait a while. Yeah? I'd wait in the rain. And, and for hours. I mean, for anything, like you could say, we mean, how long would I wait for her to deliver my pizza? 30 minutes. How long would I wait for her to, you know, sell me a, a car at a really great price? Eh, maybe an hour. How long would I wait for her to, you know, whatever? I mean, you're saying. I'm you just would saying wait. I'm kind of smitten. Now, don't yeah. tell my wife, but. Uh, hey. Smitten with Gal Gadot. If, and if yeah. she said, I need you to wait for me in the rain, I'll be right there. And then three hours later, I'm like shivering in the cold. I'm mm-hmm. like, fucking stand right here, Gadot. Yeah. Yeah, and she and and if your wife uh, if your wife does find out and she comes around, Gal Gadot can just throw her one of those um, one of those Idris Elba's just to distract her. Mm. You know, <laughs> like in in Top Gun or whatever it was, they shoot these little whenever a missile's coming out and they shoot this little heat burst because it's a heat seeking missile, so it follows the heat burst. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it, yeah. and and so that's Idris Elba would be <laughs> Gal Gadot's heat burst. If she wanted to make sure that the Laura missile, goddamn, this is too bad. <laughs> You're on fire too. Hi, well, I'm on fire. Yeah. Anyway, this this is getting intense. Oh, I yeah. also want to say though, I would wait for my wife LP. Oh yeah, you absolutely for longer, would. even longer, even longer days. Again. I would wait for days in the pouring rain, in the driving rain, in the middle of a flaming bushfire, <laughs> in the flaming rain. <laughs> <laughs> in the flaming uh, rain, uh, I don't know where that happens. Flaming bushfire is a little bit redundant, but uh, no, it's you know, not. Our listener better get ready because the whole <laughs> show is going to be a lot like this. Mm-hmm. You know, we took a couple of weeks off, and by and accident, I felt like 
Yeah, and then we came back and I thought there were really funny shows, but now actually we've been recording a lot. Yeah. And now I feel like I, I'm running out of gas, and uh, maybe that's what we're in for. But that, you know what? Enough with my fucking disclaimers. What, the, what do you want to start with? Um, we, we got we got notes upon notes and tweeters upon twitters. Tweeters among twitters. Um, what, what would you like to start with? I'd like to hear maybe a, a couple of twitters. Okay, I'll just here's a couple, just a couple that I tweeted today. Um, okay. This one's kind of. This one's. I don't know. I just here goes my dudes. Heavy metal music plus an empty garage plus air guitar slash drumming equals hashtag excellent. Hashtag cheap. Hashtag workout. Hashtag fitness Friday. Hashtag yes air piano Dale and John works too. <laughs> what was that last part? Hashtag yes air piano Dale and John works too. <laughs> nice. Yeah. That made me think of Bill and Ted. Because of the excellent, right? Yeah. 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 Well, anytime I hear the word excellent in, yeah. in the right context, it's I Bill think of Ted. Bill and Ted. Yeah. And I've been thinking about Bill and Ted a lot lately because I guess Bill and Ted, they're going to have another movie. Mm. Another Bill and Ted movie with old really? Bill and Ted. Old Bill and Ted? Well, I don't know. Bill and Ted are probably. What's his name? Edgar Winter? a little bit older than yeah. us, maybe. Adam Winter? What's his name? Adam Winter, who's like a documentarian now, and oh, he just he? made a doc. He just made a documentary about like blockchain. Wow, I, that, that yeah. is something I want to learn about. His name's Alex Winter. I just looked it up. Mm-hmm. That is something. Alex I- Winter, and he's got he's interesting. After he was was he Bill or Ted? <laughs> Do you know? I can't remember. Um, <laughs> he was the blonde, stupid. He, I think, he, I think Keanu Not was Ted. Brunette. Because he was Ted Theodore something Esquire. Okay. Oh anyway, yeah, here it is. Like yeah, really. It, it was Bill S. Preston assholes. Esquire, and that's Alex Winter. Yeah, and he plays documentaries now. Yeah, yeah, and I just want to say I keep calling Bill and Ted stupid assholes, but they weren't assholes. No, no they, they were nice guys. Stupid. Yeah, but... they were endearing idiots. Anyway. Alex Whoa. Winter is far from an idiot. He's, uh, I guess he was like a, he's directed a bunch of television. He was even like, I think he was like a writer for Jimmy Kimmel and like directed bits for Jimmy, the Jimmy Kimmel live show. I just heard it. Can you tell? I just heard an interview with him <laughs> and he, uh, and he, he just did a documentary. I think it, it's, oh, I, I don't know what it's called. I'd like to even plug it on our oh, show. The Panama Papers. Well, that's that was his previous documentary, and he's done one oh, before that. But uh, trust um, he did one on Napster, and then this was called Truth Trust Machine. Trust Machine. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, and it's I'm, about I'm, the history of blockchain. I'm on his. It sounds um, fascinating because I just don't understand that shit, and I would like to learn a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, he's done a lot. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think Keanu was he he went from being ridiculed all the time to people kind of you know realizing yeah he's a he's all right. Um, but, I really like Keanu Reeves. Yeah, I think he, but. I think he's liked now. But this Alex dude, he's all over the place. He directed a bunch of music videos. He directed one, he, Milk Toast by Helmet. He did. Whoa, um, I yeah. Didn't know that. Yeah, he 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 directed the music video for Who's the Mac? Ice Cube's Who's the Mac? Wow, how about that? Well, and, you know, Keanu yeah. Reeves and Bill and Ted. He had this great line where he said, "Whoa." <laughs> and then, and then, he had this other great line in um, in the Matrix where he said, "Whoa, yeah, yeah." I'm just saying, he really knows how to deliver some dialogue. That Keanu I, Reeves. I think my favorite was when he was in, uh, I think it was Much Ado About Nothing, and he played John the Bastard. I, I think I'm getting the title right. <laughs> and he said, he, "He goes, really did though, right? Yeah, yeah he did. I'm not making this up." He and his line was, "Thank you." I'm a man of few words, but thank you. And that was the best. Was it much to do about nothing? You would think, because I majored in English, I know this, but I get all that Shakespeare shit confused. Much. My favorite line in, in that piece was uh, Keanu Reeves when he said, Whoa. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, much to do about nothing. There we go. Okay. Much to do about nothing. So that's yeah. Shakespearean. So maybe Keanu Reeves said, Whoa, with. Probably. Well, with <laughs> I didn't know Thanks. it was directed Thanks, by Jason. 
Thanks for that laugh. I really, I really needed that. I didn't. I didn't. Oh god, I'm did, terrible. I was reading. One, I'm sorry to hear. That. I, I did. For, okay, I was reading when you said that, and I did not realize that Joss Whedon directed "But You Do About Nothing," as written by Shakespeare and produced by Kenneth Branagh. Branagh. Brant Branagh. Joss Whedon. Yeah, Buffy and the Vampire Slayer. Did he also create uh, "Much Ado About Buffy." <laughs> now that would be. A good sh- well, because you know the plot of Much Ado About Nothing is basically, let's lie to this Dick. guy that this girl likes him, and let's lie to this girl that this guy likes him, and they hate each other, but because they're being told the other one likes them, they fall in love. I mean, talk about... That's just... Oh, I wasn't just, like, I didn't... I said dick, because I've actually heard somebody theorize that that entire play is about penis. Well, it's... Okay, I don't okay. know if you if you can put that together. I don't even know. The, I don't know the storyline. I know nothing. But I know somebody gave some treatise about how much ado about not nothing was referring to penis somehow. Anyway, look it up. We don't need to go into that. Uh, well, let me ask you this: Is there? Mm-hmm. I mean, your your wife aside. No, wait. Your wife wouldn't be in this category because of what I'm about to say. Is can you let's do celebrities? Is there a celebrity that you recognize is you know, not hideous, but you do not like for one reason or another. Like, can you come up with one? A celebrity that I don't like? Yeah. Oh, boy. Do, do you have... Can I think for a second? Do you have a couple? Um, <laughs> I, I put you on the spot, and then there you put it. <laughs> you put me on the spot, and then I then I turned around, put you, you on the spot, and, on the spot. and now we, neither of us have anything to say. Okay, so this is... I used to not like... Um, I can't remember her name. Uh, Mukherjee. <laughs> something Mukherjee. Strangely enough, I don't. There's something about Angelina Jolie. I, we've talked about her several times on the show, but I don't think I've ever really explained. Maybe I have, but she freaks me out. Like there's something about the look on her face that, and there's something about her face that looks un unreal. Like it's almost too. Um. Perfect isn't the word, but you you know, I know like you the un, uncanny valley, un, yeah. Thing where 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 you know in CGI they'll make CGI characters, or in video games they'll make characters, and it looks almost like a human being, but it's like a little bit too symmetrical and too perfect, and you have this visceral rejection and disgust. Yeah. Uh, and that's the uncanny valley. Okay, well, I get that feeling when I look at Angelina Jolie. Unless okay. I'm watching some like sex scene and she's naked, and, like then I'm distracted because I'm not <laughs> because I'm not looking at her face. God, I'm a <laughs> fucking pig. No, you're not. You just have a headache. Look, I'm. I don't know then if that qualifies for what I was about to get to, which is going to be less interesting than the fact that you think you're a pig because you think Angelina Jolie's face is not human, but the rest of her body is good enough to have sex with. <laughs> Thanks for summing that up. Yeah, no problem. Um, what if? Okay, so what if you were in a restaurant and 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 Jan- Angelina Jolie was at the restaurant and you glanced over at her and she was glaring at you like, who the fuck is that, right? And you already don't know if you even like looking at her, so you would look back on, yeah, piss off. And then, okay, so you got that scenario. You and Angelina Jolie are in a restaurant, opposite sides, glaring at each other. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then Got the waiter it. comes over and he gives her a menu and a, a waiter comes over to you, gives you a menu. You guys aren't looking at each other more. And then as the, um, uh, and then the waiter says, I'll go, you say, he says, what do you want to drink? And you said, oh, I'll have a, a wrong Island iced tea. So he goes and gets you that. And he comes back and he says, um, uh, the lady over there says she'd like to buy this for you. And you look over and there's Angelina and Jolie and she's still glaring at you. But now you're starting to wonder, is she glaring or is that lustful? Right. Now, what you don't know is she didn't say she wanted to buy the drink. That was somebody at the bar just having fun. And he also sent her a note saying, um, this guy's got a wiener about the size of your forearm. And now she's looking at you going, okay, do I really not like this guy or is am I kind of intrigued? And then one thing leads to another. You guys are talking. Everything's great. You get married. You have some kids. Um you grow old, and on your deathbeds, like you have two, because you're not sleeping in the same bed anymore, because you both snore, but your beds are in the same room, which doesn't make sense, but it's the story. And um, you're on your deathbeds, you're about to die from being old, 
and you look over her and you say, to think it all started because you wanted to buy me a drink. And she's like, wait a minute, you're right. Your penis is kind of small. And you just stare at each other and you realize, oh, we've been fucking tricked this whole time. And then you die. Much ado about nothing. Wow. Except I added right. in the, the deathbed part because that's not in the, in the, in the play they get married. And that's really kind of a summary of the plot line of that. that part of it. That's a summary of the story. Yeah, kind part of? sort of. Except for the deathbed part. I, I see every Shakespeare play ends with either death or marriage, and I'm not making that up. That's really the truth. Well, the histories don't count, but the tragedies and the romances and the comedies either ends with a death or ends with a marriage. And that much to do about nothing. They get married, but I took yours and I went the next step. You know, like um, what's his name did with. Um, What's that movie with the Jesus guy in it? Um, Last Temptation of Christ. He like took the Jesus thing and added a coda. Jesus gets down off the cross. He gets married, has some kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God yeah. loses his shit, and 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 Jesus is like, "What are you doing?" And God's like, "Hey, you were supposed to die." And he's like, "Oh, well, then put me back. I'll go ahead and die." Like they added that right, and I added the whole deathbed, you and Angelina snoring, start bed, same room. It was a drink. Yeah, your dick small. Die. Yeah, I did that. And you know what? The whole time you were telling that whole story, even when you were comparing it to The Last Temptation of Christ, I was sitting here staring at my water heater thinking <laughs> about how terrible my marriage with Angelina Jolie would be. Well, in many ways it would be terrible because I, I mean, One, I would be never be able to look her directly in the face because I'm having this uncanny valley thing where you yeah. have – you think that the – this person is like diseased and you kind of want to get away from them but right. her body is so hot that i'm like kind of putting up with this situation but i wouldn't be able to look her in the eye even like during our wedding vows uh, i'd be avoiding eye contact and not wanting to look at her face during mm-hmm. our entire marriage and i guess i guess a lot of people have terrible fucking marriages that are exactly like that but uh that would be my marriage with angelina jolie do you, i mean not that, not that this whole episode is supposed to be about you and Angelina Jolie, but <laughs> it might be because we're already twenty Let's minutes. Let's do in. it. Fuck it, man. Why not? Let's go. Let's really explore this. How would you? What? Like, there's lots of different ways to get married. I got married in um in a Hindu temple. That's the truth. Well, well, kind of. I mean, it was in a it was in a uh, uh, what are those places called where b- business people get together and sell each other stuff? Conference. Convention centers? Yeah, it was in a convention center, but there was a temple built inside it for us, right? And then people can get very in Vegas, and there's a lot. How, okay, you don't like looking at her, so how are you going to marry her? What's the parameters? Veil, obviously. What else? You mean Angelina Jolie? Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I would just kind of avert my eyes and I could speak to her, but I'd have to kind of look off into the distance. And see, the whole thing, I would be putting on this. I'd just be kind of tolerating the face-to-face stuff and avoiding it, just uh, awaiting my next chance uh, to to have sex with her. Again, there'd be no eye contact, and I wouldn't want to look at her face. But that would be the whole thing. It's like, okay, I'm going to marry her, then I could, you know. Banger. This is terrible. I feel icky inside. (laughs) I, I, I have to stop talking about this. Can we move on? Can we have another tweet? Was that all just from one tweet? How did we get to this? Uh, no, that was one tweet, but we, I don't know how we got onto it. It was complete. I can't remember. Something about, okay, so it was, okay, let's oh, go back. Oh, I know, I know how it happened, just really quick. Yeah. Uh, you said the word excellent there in a way go. that made me think of Bill and Ted. Uh, then we're talking about uh, Alex Winter. Who is Ted now? And yeah. Keanu Reeves is, it was Bill. And Whoa. One thing led to another. Yeah. Uh, I still don't know how we got Well, to then we went Alex Winter. We went, um, uh, oh, oh! Keanu Reeves was in Much Ado About Nothing. There you go. Then, Directed yeah. by Joss Whedon, and you said Much Ado About Buffy, and mm-hmm. I tried to give you a plot line, and we went to Angelina Jolie. Here's my next. Because week. then you asked me who who do I kind of not like, and strangely enough, right. I both love and hate Angelina Jolie because yeah. of her Uncanny Valley. Moving right. on. Okay, moving on. Here's the next tweet. <laughs> Uh, next tweet. I tweeted this nine hours ago. Twitter is telling me. TV show idea. Reboot MASH, but instead of the Korean War, make it the war on Christmas. Hashtag sponsored by Starbucks. <laughs> oh. And you're not doing this in the name of, of JBC? I know I should have. 
Okay, so here's here's why. Here's why. And this is a really lame-ass reason, but yesterday, um, a friend of mine from high school, who I'm friends with still, at least via Twitter, I mean, I, if we live in the same town, I'd hang out with her. She's cool. Her husband's cool. Her kid's cool. Um, not that somebody has to be cool for me to hang out with them. I'll hang out with them if they're not cool, as long as they're rich or good-looking. You either got to be rich, good-looking, or cool. Okay? Or feed me. Or be nice to me. Anyway, she would do all those things. She she um, tweeted this thing that was like a, a, a plot line for a novel that she's working on, and then she did hashtag pitmad, P-I-T-M-A-D, which I had never heard of before. What the hell is that? I, well, I went and looked, and I, did, I still don't know what it necessarily stands for, but um, apparently every once in a while people do this where they put their novel idea in Twitter, hashtag pitmad, and then the deal is you're not supposed to um, like... You're not supposed to hit like when you see this tweet and you like it. You're supposed to retweet it. And then agents see who gets a whole bunch of retweets and like, oh, maybe I should check this dude out and publish his book, right? So it helps people publish. It, it helps their people it helps people find it helps people Interest. find uh yeah, possibly. And I at first I thought, okay, that's a bunch of crap, and then a couple people tweeted saying, Hey, this is how I got discovered and I was like, all right, I'll give it a try. So I, and my friend, full credit, she's the one who went first. And so hers is, I'm going to read hers, okay? She wrote The Bug Diary. Kimer, Kimmer, K-Y-M-E-R, I don't know. Let's say Kimmer. Kimmer is a college freshman living in a dorm away from home. She's an entomology major making new friends and on the lookout for a fuck buddy. She meets a ghost librarian who gives her an old insect field journal and a mystery to solve. So I read that book. Weird, and and so then, then you did a pit mad too. Yeah, I did. I did one too, and mine was the Wanderer. Dude gets hired by Satan to kill serial killers and rapists and pedophiles before they have a chance to repent for their sins and qualify for heaven. Nice. Yeah, you've. You know what? You broke down the yeah, storyline to that I, once, yeah, maybe even on the show. But, I think I did. Yeah, uh, and so I did that, and uh, a lot of people retweeted it. I was like, all right, cool. And because they were all retweeting, I got a lot of follows too. I was like, well, I got to give my fans material, right? So I started doing a whole bunch of tweets today. But I'll get back on the Just Because and Train. I will, I promise. Well, how about this? Just for our listener, Dad. Mm-hmm. Hi, Dad. Um, what is Pit Mad? Can, can we just, it's just killing me. I need to know what that, where does that come from? Are you asking is, me? Is it, an, is it an acronym? I don't know. Maybe. I could look it up. Well, yeah. I mean, you want me to look it up? I just. Google yeah, it. you're better at that than I do. Like, I, I feel yeah. like if I try to look up something while we're recording, my computer will shut down or I'll fall over or something. Like, I, I, I need to stay still. Um, so I guess I, I just Googled it, and, and it took me to this place called... I never even heard of it. I'm glad you made me look. It's it's Pitch Wars. Um, Pitmat is a pitch party on Twitter where writers tweet a 280-character pitch for the completed, polished, unpublished manuscripts. Um, it it occurs quarterly, okay, and it's but, got the but rules. Pit, pit mad, so pit is maybe short for pitch or something. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, I've got. I'm looking at my notes here. Let's let's move on. I'm okay. looking at this. Yeah. and I this says just a dash of shart. <laughs> <laughs> and that <laughs> that is from my friend Gus. Oh, guess um, okay. Yeah, and he had made some drink at some point. I thought you'd be interested in this story because you yeah. like to make interesting drinks I and do. give them names or whatever. And, yeah. And I, t- I had a sip of this drink. This is probably a couple of years ago, but uh, it occurred to me this week, so I, I have it in my notes. And I was like, well, this is interesting. What's in this? And then he like named – he was like, it's whiskey and you know, do-do-do-do and he, all these different things. And then he goes, and then just a dash of shark. <laughs> and it, it totally confused me and I was like yeah. what <laughs> and then I had this image of him like at a bar like as a mixologist and he's putting all this stuff in his drink and then he turns around and you see a bunch of like uh, what are they called like beer poles okay you know and a bunch of yeah, bottles yeah. And at, at a bar he turns around but right in the middle of all that is just a bare ass and it just shoots shart all over his arm and the drink uh, and his face, and then he turns around and he serves the drink. 
Um, it's like it, the shark comes out in like in a, in a mist, right? Like in a yeah, mist. Yeah, comes out in a mist. And, it, it's and just we were dash. coming up with this joke together, and he said, and then, you know, if I had like a hairpiece on, like when the butt sharts at the drink, it actually knocks my hairpiece off, too. <laughs> That's just like a really good – if you're a mixologist, that's a real like climactic way to end making a drink for someone. And then the, the person's like, why is there someone's bare ass just waiting there to do shards into drinks? Like that's a you – know, it's a little, a little David Lynchian. A little bit. Can I um, play you my favorite mixologist clip? Sure. Okay. Let me see if I can get this queued up without screwing up everything. There you are. Can you hear that? Thank you. That is a ginger-based bourbon drink infused with honey, lemon, and charred ice. Wow. Then building off of that base, we've got cherry tomato, lime zest. Um, I actually made the bitters myself at home. Wow. Uh, we've got egg whites, eggshell, egg yellows, rotten banana. And adds to, like, the flavor of it? Secret of the pros, yeah. Also, we're just trying to get rid of it. So. The uh, final ingredient, a little bit of love, so. Wow. Thank you. <laughs> okay. See, and just a dash of shard. Yeah, just a dash. Of, that was um, just full credit. That was Andy Samberg guest starring on or guest appearing on Portlandia. Um, oh, nice. So you know, yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. Let's see here. Let's see what else I've got. Right. I've got the the. Oh, this is weird. This says. I'm talking to the anus in the mirror. <laughs> I figured since we were talking about shart, we could yeah, just yeah, segue into into this uh, anus in the mirror story. I think that's boom. You just got another one. Segue into anus <laughs> because that's either please, like please don't fucking name the show that <laughs> please. Really? Uh, I, if you had not said that, I wouldn't have. But you said that, so now I have to. Oh no! It's uh, the okay, fucking uh, Streisand effect again. Yes. Uh, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna write Shit down my mouth. I'm gonna write down segue into anus, but I'm gonna do segue like that writing thing, and then I'll find a different word for anus, and I'll just yeah you know, I'll work it. You know, segue well, like that writing anyway, thing. Anyway, <laughs> look, I'm talking to the anus in the mirror. Woo! <laughs> That's what it says here. And I know what that means because I've—I was reminded <laughs> this week of a pattern in my life that's really disturbing. Have okay. I told you about this? The, I don't know the the mirror stories. Uh, no, go. Well, probably I think well, the first time this happened, I was maybe like twenty-two or twenty-three or something, and that was so long ago. I don't know why I decided to do it, but for some reason, I wanted to get a good look at my asshole. Sure, yeah. <laughs> I might have even been on drugs or something where I was I was like, you know what I've never seen? My asshole. Like I think I should just at least know what it looks like. Maybe and I'm just coming up with this. I have no idea what the real reason was. So I got up on like the bathroom counter <laughs> naked. Of course, yeah. Yeah, I was probably on drugs. Let's let's face it. Okay. I'm naked on like the bathroom this particular bathroom had like a big, you know, counter next to the sink, like a, a big surface area. I was able to crawl up there and I'm I'm turning around and I'm just trying to get the right angle to look directly at my butthole in the mirror. And I fell off. I fell off <laughs> uh, onto the toilet and like hit my head on the toilet. Oh, no. Yeah. And it's and it occurred to me. Maybe it's not such a good thing to look at your ass in the mirror. Maybe there's. I immediately became superstitious. Like, you know, nobody, should, nobody should do that. It's bad luck. Well, guess what? Like, fast forward ten years, I'm like in my 30s, and I thought that I had some sort of like polyp or something on my on my butthole. And I'm like, and I'm thinking back to the first time where I'm like, hey, dude, watch out. Like, if you're going to look at your butthole in the mirror, you better be real careful because this could be a problem. And uh, I'm like, got it. So I got my little shaving mirror 
uh, out of the shower because I have like a I still have one of these like a, a shaving mirror that you can just stick to the to the tile. Okay. And, and so I pulled that off and I'm like, this will work. And I kind of, you know, put it between my legs and I'm spreading my butt cheeks and I'm like, all right, we're just gonna take a real good look at my asshole. Lost my balance, fell over and fucking hit my head. <laughs> yeah. Here's something you should absolutely never do, but I bet you will now, so you can up the ante. I want you to drop trowel, stick your ass up in the air, look in the mirror, and then say Bloody Mary three times. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, the funny thing, the reason why I I put it into a Michael Jackson song, because it's, you know... (laughs) Because, yeah. I'm I'm looking at the man in the mirror. I'm asking him to change his ways. (laughs) Because... You know what? Stop trying to look at your butthole in the mirror. It never works out. It never does. And you need to abandon that. <laughs> you know, the only one that's ever going to get a good look at my anus is a doctor. Maybe there's been some girls that have uh, had a good view of my anus. Perhaps my wife has seen my anus. I was going to say Angelina Jolie would probably get right up in there and take a good hard look. And there's been a couple of doctors who have, have taken a peek. Yeah. For sure. I'm going to a doctor on Monday. She's probably going to stick a finger up there. It's about time, right? Yeah. Not yours, mine. It would be funny <laughs> if I saw a doctor and you are the one that got um, finger fucked with a rubber glove. That would be... Anyway. So that's my anus story. And, okay. Uh... Well, I think it's, it is it is a good anus story, but it's also a, a, a Michael Jackson story. It's a song story. I, too, recently changed the words to a song. It's not nearly as good as yours, but as a segue... I tweeted yesterday, uh, been singing Toto's Rosanna all day, but I changed Rosanna to Tequila. Man, that's a good song. And then I did it, a hashtag alcoholic hours <laughs> day. Because you know, on, on like Twitter, they have like hashtag uh, uh, fitness Friday or wisdom Wednesday or uh, touch my butt Tuesday or whatever. So I just take whatever <laughs> word I want. <laughs> touch my butt Tuesday. I hope I see that on a chalkboard outside of a bar one day. Come on in. It's touch, touch my butt Tuesday. <laughs> um, so I just wrote alcoholic. It was Thursday, so I did alcoholic hours day. Um, you know that song by Toto, Rosanna? Well, yeah, and I was just singing it to myself. Tequila. Let's see. Tequila, yeah. Tequila, tequila. It's true because when you lose tequila, you are not happy. Well, this is funny because what I do is I obscenitize songs. Mm-hmm. Well, you could, you know, maybe you can work on a couple of these because you're al- you're alcoholicizing. Songs. I can alcoholicize. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe I'll do that. That's a good idea. That word's a little bit harder to say. It is, especially when you've been drinking. You can do tequila instead of Rosanna. Mm-hmm. What's an, what's another idea? What's what uh, else can you do? another song? What's just a just a cheesy ass song? Um, you could do beer for my horses. Oh wait, that's already an alcohol song, and it's stupid as shit. <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking. Beer for my horses. Should I All play right, it? You're gonna like this. Yeah. I had never heard of this song until your brother, also my cousin. Yeah. Oh my god, it's uh, by Toby Keith. Yeah, he told me about this song called Beer for My Horses, and I thought he was kidding me. <laughs> I was like, there's a song called Beer for My Horses? And your brother was like, yeah, it's a great song. Like, I'm, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of this guy. He's like a country dude. And I was like, wow. That's it's a huge hit. It was a huge hit. And then your brother said, it's not just a song, it's a movie. And I was like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I googled Beer it. Beer for my horses is a movie. Yeah. Oh wow. What is this? Who is this? This is Beer for my horses, and it's a bunch of cops. That's Willie Nelson. So this is a thing that I do sometimes. I go and I, there's a someone says listen to the song, but I don't have time to listen to it. So I just skip through it. And if I hear the same goddamn thing every time I skip, I'm like, this song sucks. And that's what just happened. But dude, this, I got a full disclosure here. Like mm-hmm. I, I've got a headache. I started 
thinking about beer for my horses and it kind of like made me angry because i'm like why would anybody ever write a song about that if that's Mm -hmm. even what it's about like what is that about and then it's not just a song it's a movie and then i thought you were going to actually play me a clip from the song that might clarify this situation for me and then you started playing like willie nelson hip-hop or something i don't know what the fuck you that was the middle of the song is like three times worse i'm sorry i didn't mean to do that to you but that was I just clicked in the song. It's the song. It's the official Toby Keith "Beer for My Horses" featuring Willie Nelson. And Weird. It's a, yeah. And there's another. And there, here's the movie. You can actually watch the whole movie on YouTube for four dollars. It's called <laughs> "Beer for My Horses." It stars Toby Keith and Rodney Carrington. Oh, Ted Nugent. There, there you go. It must be good, Ted fucking Nugent. Beer for my horses, dude. Yeah. Okay. All right, we're gonna we're gonna have to do this because. Maybe everybody knows about this because, according to your brother, it was a, it was a big deal, and I I never really looked it up. I I was just I never wanted to hear about it again. But I brought it up this time. Yeah. Shit. I would like to read the movie synopsis because I'm even right now I still don't know what could that movie possibly be about because if it's about just giving beer to horses that's not much of a plot <laughs> i think i think it's about gangsters or something um oh wait yeah here we go this makes a lot of sense <laughs> beer for my horses tells the story of two best friends that work together as deputies in a small town the two defy the sheriff and head off on an outrageous road trip to save the protagonist's girlfriend from drug lord kidnappers. Yeah. That's beer for my horses. Yeah. Okay, we gotta move. We gotta move on. I'm, I don't I'm, know. I got the plot here on Wikipedia. I must be really irritable. Like the, well, you got a headache. Yeah. Just a song and a movie by <laughs> Toby Keith that has nothing to do with beer or horses. Great. Um. Give me, give me a tweet. Okay, all right, yeah, let's move on. Put me in a um, better mood. Okay, so let's see. Um, I asked the Make-A-Wish Foundation if they could get Kate Middleton to follow me on Twitter. They said she's not on Twitter. And also, I'm too old, and also, I'm not dying. Hashtag life is cruel. So, yeah. <laughs> Thanks. That's good. Yeah. She's not. I mean, Kate Middleton me. will someday be... I don't know what they call it. She won't be queen, but she would like the king's wife. There's a name for that. I don't know. Um, of England. And, and and she's not on Twitter, which is, is, is sad. She can't be the queen if no. she's the king's wife? Uh, well, okay. Is she allowed to be the queen? Just no. To, can you clear that up for me? She can't, she can't be can't the queen. She can't ever no. be. Because, no. because you have to be born. You have to be royal of right. some kind. She, she wasn't born royal, so she can't be queen. And also there's something about... Regency, like you have to be the right kind of royal from the right place. So, um, and 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 furthermore, uh, she's had a bunch of kids. So if so, they're in line before she would be anyway, because they're her husband's uh, kids, obviously. And he can be he's going to be king after after Elizabeth kicks it, and then her uh, her kid um, Charlie kicks it. Then his kid William will be king, King Bill. And then his kids are next in line. And it, now I just I, foolishly, I just thought that if you were married to the king, then you're the queen. No, but they, that's just that's how it works in uh, in Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah, it's, absolutely. But um, I I don't know what they uh, Kate Middletone. I spelled it. Um, I don't know what they call her though. She, I'm gonna I'm gonna Google um, Kate Middleton. She was the, can she be queen? And the answer is. Now she'll be called queen, but she won't really be queen. Apparently, okay. according to this discount town and country she magazine, can, she can. One day, she might be the half-ass diet, caffeine-free queen. That's right. Yeah. Um. Um. I've got. This oh, you know other what? Thing. Oh, oh, oh! Here it is. Just to really bore the crap out of everybody, including me. Apparently, it, it's all up to the to the current queen. If the current queen says, yo, you know what? I like this babe. Boom, you're royal. She can be queen, but she's probably not going to do that. So, uh, Kate will be the queen consort. Boom. Queen consort. Okay. Yeah. I was thinking queen regent, but I think that's like, that's the mother of the king if the king is 14 and his wife got murdered. Again, I'm, this like is all about uh, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Yeah. That's pretty much 
that's the extent of my knowledge when it comes to uh, the feudal system. Here, let me just let me just finish with the, the whole king thing, and then we can go on to something that's actually not as stupid. I don't want people to die, but if they were going to, I would choose people to die in such a way that uh, William's little brother Harry becomes king, because then as king he can stand up and say, "Guess what? Chuck wasn't my dad. Obviously, look at me." Okay, my mom was banging some redheaded dude, and I'm redheaded. Do the math, freaks. But I'm king, so fuck you. <laughs> Except right. with a British accent. All what I just said, but with a British accent. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now look, I've got something here that's called "Embarrassing Jason's Dad" on Facebook. Okay. And that's what I did. <laughs> uh, let, me, <laughs> let me explain how I did that. Okay. Uh, your dad. Danger Lee Daniels. Mm-hmm. He's all over Facebook. He posts stuff that he makes. He he's he's a very talented craftsman, and mm-hmm. uh, he takes pictures of all the stuff that he makes and puts it on Facebook. And then he's a really funny guy, so he puts funny stuff on there. And he just went ahead and and posted this thing that just says, "Hey, let's hear your worst pickup lines," right? Okay. And I was reading through them, and eventually I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw in a couple here." Yeah, All right. uh, I, I think maybe I went too far, but here's some of the other ones from from some of your dad's other friends. Um, here's one. Hey, girl, you from Tennessee? And the girl says, "No, I'm not. Why?" And then the guy says, "Cause you're the only ten I see." <laughs> Okay. Yeah, that's that's so bad it's good. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, then there's th- this guy that says, "Was your mother a beaver?" Because damn. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> that one really got you. I didn't think. I was like, that one's kind of cheesy. <laughs> was your mom? Yeah. Was your mother a beaver? Because damn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then Danger Lee Daniels jumps in and he's like. You must have a mirror in your pocket, because I can definitely see me in your pants. Yeah, that's... Good. Yeah, he didn't come up with that one. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then there's like a couple of classics here. There's like, I like your pants, but I think they'd look better on my floor. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then I said, I'll bet you $2.50 that you can't blow me for an hour. <laughs> that's... Yeah. I, <laughs> And and see, your your dad gave all of these different pickup lines likes and yes. stuff. And oftentimes, when I comment on one of his postings, he'll like text me and will kind of delight in our little exchanges. Yes. I got nothing <laughs> from him. I don't think he liked that at all. That's funny. And then the, then another guy says, "Was your mother a beaver?" Because damn girl, <laughs> right? And then then I then I put in another one. I said. Was your mother a beaver? Cause suck my penis. <laughs> Did he get a you like on that one? I don't think anyone liked that one at all. Like I, <laughs> I just and I haven't spoken to your father or texted him or, or like I just I really think I I blew this up. I don't think he was. I didn't think he he wanted it at this level of obscenity. It's it pretty bad. Anyway, that's, that's funny. I've been scrolling his page while you've been talking, and I can't find mm-hmm. that particular one. How long ago was it? Oh, I don't know. Let's see. This this post was November twenty seventh. Wow, it's not showing up on his timeline. Mm-hmm. I wonder. Anyway, what the deal is? Well, then you know, we go a little bit further down. Somebody yeah. said, "If you were a booger, I'd pick you first. Okay. That's and a, then some get so you know what other people kind of <laughs> went a little too far. <laughs> this one just says "Let's fuck," <laughs> and then <laughs> so yeah. All right, and then there's and here's the last one uh, at the very bottom of the comments. Did you just fart? That's a, apparently this guy thinks that's a pickup line. Anyway, it's probably better than. Uh, bet you two dollars you can't blow me for an hour that, well, pretty, i don't know i think maybe it's not a nice thing to say to a young lady yeah oh 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 that was kind of pickup lines i was okay no 
I thought I could make a joke, but nothing came to my head. So, hey, speaking of um, making really good jokes, we have ten minutes left, and I believe you have some material for us no to play No way! With. There's ten minutes left yeah. only. Yeah, 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 yeah. Would I lie to you? I mean, I would, but I'm no. And, and I say that every time. I'm genuinely surprised every time you realize that, right? Yeah, yeah I am. Yo, I am too. Yeah. I, I thought we were just getting started. What did I do? Bitch about beer for my horses for a half hour? <laughs> <laughs> what happened here? No, I think I tried to convince you of the plot line of Much Ado About Nothing for no good reason. And I probably got it wrong okay, anyway. Okay, man. Because you know what I'm, we're going to have to do then? Because I have a lot more notes here. Yeah. Uh, here, let me tell you this. Uh, Tim Edian wants to return and be on next week's show Yeah. Um, if we can do it on Monday. So yeah, if yeah. you want to do that, maybe yes. we can do more notes. Yeah, tell can him we we're going to do notes. On Monday yeah. with Comedian, he'll probably bring notes too. Yes. Because I've got a lot of stuff here. Actually, here's a little teaser, okay? Okay, go for uh, it. Here's some notes that we'll go over on Monday. Ready? Suck the life out of that bone. <laughs> Speaking of bones, Brendy likes Captain America. <laughs> Brendy doesn't like crows. Brendy karate chopped my wife in the throat. Whoa. Negra is actually just the Spanish word for black. <laughs> Sub-Saharan pimp leopard. <laughs> and then I had this story to tell you because I went to me and my Taco Bell staff because we've there's been so many people dropping dead in our Taco Bell. We went to a CPR class and it was just crazy. And I, I've, I wanted to tell the whole story tonight, but yeah. we'll do that with Tim Edian. Okay, that sounds I'll tell good. You about my CPR class at Taco Bell. Okay. Um, hey, can so I do real you quick? mind? I've yeah, go got ahead, a go little ahead. thing to take us out. Yeah, we, well, we still got nine minutes. I mean, is you want to do something for nine minutes? Which you can. I just want to. Well, let's just do this now and see how long it takes. Okay. And, and uh, when we're done with that, we'll. We'll go from there. Okay, real quick, I want to read somebody else's comment that I just tickled me just now, and then we'll do that. Yeah, go ahead. This is a comedian that my dad knows in the Bay Area. And is I'll this just a say his name. Line? No, no, no. Okay. And his name is Ben Feldman, and he's freaking hilarious, and you have a chance to um, see him or follow him do so. But here's what he wrote. He wrote, found the perfect cannabis strain for masturbation. Jackpot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's really good. You know, that that reminds me, uh, long ago when I was in my 20s, your dad was doing stand-up. You know, he still is. He's been doing it for years. But he used to just try out jokes yeah. on me. And I think he would, like, you know, some of them were just fucking terrible. But one of them really sticks out to me. And for some reason, the jackpot joke made me remember this one. And he's sitting there looking through his notes, like flipping through his notes. And he's mm -hmm. like, okay, Joe. How about this one? And he goes, uh, pancake flavored coffee. And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, flappuccino. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you what, if somebody said there's a podcast where all they do is what you just did, to just read one liners, I would listen to it. Because this Ben Maybe Feldman we can day, make that. Come on, let's make should, it happen. We should do that. Because uh, your this, dad's got a lot of good ones. You know that. This to this day, I'll bring up Flappuccino to him, and he still doesn't even believe that he thought it up. <laughs> he did that. How about but no, this one? it was fucking his. I swear to God, That's I'd good. love to take credit for it because I think it's brilliant. Well, here you can take credit for this one. Ben Philman wrote, "This shit is bananas," said the monkey cage janitor. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that one took me a second. Yeah, I think that's what's great about him. He he, they 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 kind of. You gotta, you gotta be on your toes. Oh, um, wow. Well, you know about the uh, the psychic midget who broke out of jail, right? Uh, well, he's a no. small medium at large. Uh, yeah. So, okay. Well, uh, um, didn't end that uh, didn't end that segment off. <laughs> well, did I? Anyway, uh, so oh, I want. Okay, to do... last one. I like comedians who speak slowly and clearly when taking my order. <gasps> Ooh. Okay, that's better. That's good. That's also Ben Feldman. You, you, you pulled out from the from the psychic midget joke. Good job. <laughs> psychic midget joke. Okay, that's what I'm going to call tonight's episode. I'm going to write this down. Psychic midget joke. 
All right. You now, what do you want to call do? it? Segway into anus. No, but I'll put that in the notes somehow. Okay. So, last episode we had a fight. Yeah. Um, you those episodes my ass are too. exhausting for me. Yeah. Uh, it takes a lot of energy out of me. Uh, but I listened to it back. This was our second fight episode. Yep. The first fight episode that we had, I was super drunk. It was still kind of fun to listen to, but I, I think this last one, it just made me laugh really hard. Not <laughs> while I was doing it. While I was doing it, I was just straining. But I listened back to it, and I wanted to, if you don't mind, like play a couple of highlights from our fight. Sure, yeah. Because they're baffling to me. A couple of them, I don't listening back to it i was like were we really saying this stuff out loud it's <laughs> crazy um so are you ready for this i've yeah. got some clips uh, just a little recap of last episode's fight well not a recap but some highlights um okay we were fighting about disneyland yeah and here's just a little exchange we had about uh, well this one's called you'll you'll hear it's this is called luke and donald okay here we go it is you, sir, who has brought <coughs> up Darth Vader raping Donald Duck. <coughs> that doesn't happen at Disneyland. That <coughs> happens in Jason's sick brain. Okay, I didn't say Darth Vader, you filthy motherfucker. I said Luke Skywalker, and there's a huge difference. Okay, Luke Skywalker, beard. It's Luke Skywalker, not Luke Duckfucker. Please. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the thing. That's the type of stuff we were talking about. Yeah, yeah. Later on, we're we're still we're still arguing about uh, Disneyland at this point, mm -hmm. and we were arguing about uh, some of the rides. And, yeah. and this one's uh, this is a fight we we're having about the Small World rides. Hit that one. How much acid do you take, dude, when you go to Disneyland? So it's not a fucking nightmare. That's what I want to know. It's a Small World, after all, is not some crazy racist nightmare. Well, who, maybe who? it is. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you won that argument. Uh, <laughs> apparently, you won that one. Okay. Uh, th th this next one is really weird because somehow, well, here, play it, and then uh, then I'll, I'll have some comments about it. Okay. It's called Pixar. All right, here we go. Pixar, bitch. Fuck Woody. <laughs> That's what I say about Pixar. Fuck Woody and Tom Hanks. Mm, yeah, what's and wrong? One, what's wrong with Woody? Great character. And two, the fuck problem you have with Tom Hanks, asshole? Tom Hanks has killed more children than any other actor in the history of these remarkably one. Never mind. <laughs> now, see, <laughs> now you would. That one was funny for me because you were saved by the bell. You yeah. had resorted. Think about this, dude. Yeah. You had resorted to. Accusing Tom Hanks of killing children. Yeah, yeah. It's just really fucking weird. <laughs> okay, right. so full disclosure, I can see the timer. I knew the bell was coming up. That's why I stretched it out. So, oh, uh, see, yeah, oh, I'm man, let you, you see behind you the curtain. Had an yeah, I had you an edge. have an edge over me there. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. I All right, so, so then we went into basically. I mean, we were really struggling too through this one. We were just <laughs> talking shit to each other, okay. just insulting each other. And this one, I, this is crazy. I don't remember this happening, <laughs> and I'm totally sober yeah. now, so it's weird. So I, when I heard this, I listened to it back, and I was like, I don't even remember us saying that. Okay, here, listen to this one. It's called "You Stink." You know why? Because you're cancer, and you're not funny. So that's actually not true. <laughs> I don't know what I just said. Also, you stink. Every time <laughs> you speak, it's like hearing and smelling a fart. Yeah, well, every time you fart, it's like hearing and smelling your mama. <laughs> <laughs> so I think arguably you won that argument. That's, that's I think your mama is like, there should be a rule you can only use your mama so many times because it, it's like a, it's, 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 you know, in, in Karate Kid, that, that movie did where he looks like a drum. Yeah, it's like the crane kick. Yeah, it's the crane kick of. Your mama, yeah. Anyway, I thought you used it well. I Thank mean, you. That was quite a comeback, <laughs> sir. Anyway, I commend you for that one. Thank you. Um, then there's a couple times when we were fighting where it's it was it's like two heavyweight boxers that are tired and they're <laughs> just kind of like hugging each other, yeah, and like trying to kill time and waiting for the belt. Yeah. That happened to us a couple times. Must 
be really boring for our listener, but <laughs> I thought it was really funny. And here, this is an example of that. This is us arguing about our nipples. The clip is called Our Nipples. Okay. My There's... nipples. My nipples. No, my no. Nipples. No, no, no. Not, no. Your nipples. Your nipples. Your nipples. Okay. <laughs> See that? That's a sophisticated debate. Did you hear that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Here, play that one one more time. Okay. Right? My nipples. It. My nipples. No, my no. Nipples. No, no, no. Not, no. Your nipples. Your nipples. Your nipples. Okay. <laughs> now, the next one, this is going to get weird, okay? Oh, oh, now it's getting weird, okay. Yeah, now it's going to get weird. Okay, so then we, you know, we start fighting about nipples a little bit more and making fun of each other's nipples, which, mm-hmm. again, that's weird. But I was listening back to it, and I caught something really weird. And here, play the clip that's called Harry Nipples. Okay, here we go. How about your nipples? How about Harry? my nipples? Yeah. Harry on the left, Harry on the right. Yeah. Harry, Harry in the Harry middle. Nipples, they're Harry all night. Okay. <laughs> now, what did you what did you catch? Did you notice anything special about that clip? Um. No, uh, I said Harry. Okay, in the we're middle. talking about nipples, but it rhymed. Like I was like, did I didn't do that on purpose? Oh, it you didn't rhymed. Okay, because I now, remember that. I thought you did it on purpose. No, I was just again like a like a heavyweight boxer just trying <laughs> to kill time. Yeah, to, and I accidentally rhymed. But since I've isolated that here, play the last clip because I just to really prove that that it's that it's a rhyme and a okay. substantial rhyme. Play nip hop. Okay. Oh, okay. Here we go. Harry on the left. Harry on the right. Yeah. Harry in the middle. Nipples. Harry all night. Harry on the left. Harry on the right. Yeah. Harry in the middle. Nipples. Harry all night. Harry on the left. Harry on the right. Yeah. Harry in the middle. Nipples. Harry all night. Nip hop. <laughs> I think that if 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 taking out of context, the phrase nip hop is probably. Extremely racist, but in this context, it's absolutely not. So kudos. Hip hop. How is that racist? What am I missing here? I don't want to explain it. That's okay. No, that, that would be racist. All right. Well, I didn't mean it, everybody. No, you didn't. No, you weren't. Okay, I said out of context. You were in context. You're not racist. You're fine. Anyway, well, what a what a stupid way for me to end the show, uh, folks. Hey. <clears throat> no, that's a great way to end any show. To be like, Joe, you're not racist. Good night. Sounds good to me. Good. All right. So I do want to say, after listening to these weird, uh, the weird fight episodes, I actually think that we should do them on a regular basis, and Three. we should get some of our guests. And uh, have them fight. I think we can the format. Take it beyond experimental. Take it beyond. Exp- yeah, I agree. Let's do that. Um, like quarterly or something. I don't know. Are you still well, there? I suppose oh, yeah. we can shut this down. I, I I should probably get some sleep. Do you have Do you have any closing thoughts? Do you have any? Um, no, but because of my tweets, I got a follower from someone who describes herself as a tall geologist. So, you know what? I don't need... Okay, I still need Ariana Grande. You will always need some Ariana Grande. I just, you know what? I think that... Can we do an Ariana Grande episode? Because I think that the whole world will always need... Ariana Grande, and, and and I am both happy and sad about this the Pete Davidson thing. Yeah, because I'm sad because I think he's a genuinely he, he's talented, and I think he seems like a pretty nice guy. And and what came out of their little um, um, schism, which is exactly the wrong word, the whole like they're dressing bullying, cyberbullying, and they're talking about it in a frank way, and I think that's great. And I'm also happy because you know Ariana needs to now be on you her got own. A shot. Well, no, I don't know about that. That'd be that'd be much ado about. I don't fucking think so, dude. <laughs> anyway, I, my closing thought is: I think that your marriage to Ariana Grande 
would be much healthier and gratifying than my marriage to Angelina Jolie. You know what, though, dude? Seriously, I mean, I'm, I'm really sorry I have to say this, but if you were married to Angelina Jolie and I was married to Ariana Grande, we would all be swingers, and that's weird because you and I are related. Yuck! No, but I have something else to say about that. You know, <laughs> I'm gonna keep going. Where's two minutes of this song left? You, do you, I have this memory, Joe, of when we were kids, and you, you and I have the same grandmother, which means we have the same grandfather. And I remember in your bedroom, you were showing me a picture of these two old people, and you kept saying over and over again, "Jack and Penny." Jack and Penny. You kept saying that, and I didn't know why. Our grandfather's name was Jack. Our gra- our grandfather's wife's name was Betty. But you just kept saying Jack and Penny, and it wasn't them. It was, I guess, your mom's parents. I don't know. Do you remember that? No, but it makes a lot of sense. And then it does. You know why? Why? Our grandfather's name was Jack. Yeah. We won't say his last name. No. But. My other grandma's name was Jack Petty. Oh, you were saying Jack Petty, not Jack and Petty. Okay. Well, think about it. If yeah, I was yeah. a little kid, I was super confused because one grandpa is married to Betty, and his, his it's Jack and Betty, and then yeah. I had another grandpa named Jack Petty. Yeah, so and I was you just, just a little kid confusing all of these similar-sounding names. It was awesome, and that reminded me of another time I remember we were all watching TV, and my dad was out of the room. My dad walked into the room, and your dad turned to my dad. He pointed to you. He said, that's Dolly Parton. And they just stared at the screen, and your dad kept saying, that's Dolly Parton. Like, it was something. Like, I was like, what? D- did Dolly Parton used to be a guy? I mean, what? What? Why are we? Why is that fascinating? That's Dolly Parton. You and your dad, you just repeat things, and, and it's it, it's it gets in my head. And I, I, I kind of like that. It's good. It, I'm not complaining. You're bringing up some, like, real Twilight Zone memories here. I am, yeah. We only got 20 seconds of song left, so I'm going to stop talking. I'm going to give you time to do your shout thing. And, folks, we're going to record again on Monday. Peace. All right. Good night. Good night. Beer for my fucking horses? (laughs) Hee hee hee.